Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Planting Wildflowers podcast. It feels so good to be sitting in front of the microphone again, knowing that you're listening. I want to say thank you for taking a pause with me. It is something that was necessary for myself. And maybe you noticed and maybe you didn't that regular, you didn't notice that, you know, there weren't regular episodes popping up. And if so, that's great. But if you did, I want to say thank you for your patience and thanks for being here now. It's kind of one of those things I, you know, I thought, do I explain where I've been? But I think each of you in your own way have known how important it has been at some point in your life or another to just turn the volume down on as much as you can. I'll tell you guys, I have had some really great conversations with so many people and many of those have actually happened right here on the show. And we've talked a lot over the past couple of years in particular about, you know, feelings of anxiousness and worry and just generally all of the things that have been going on in the world. And maybe you're the same as me. Maybe maybe all along you thought, you know what, I'm handling this really, really well. And for the most part, I have to say, I think I did. I, I think when I look back on the past couple of years, I think I handled all of the challenges with a lot of grace. And I'm fortunate because, you know, I have a great spouse who is incredibly supportive that certainly helped an awful lot. He is definitely my voice of reason. But as we started to come out of the fog of the past couple years, that is actually when I started noticing myself feeling a little off. And if you know, you know. But there's nothing I can pinpoint as having been the reason for my feeling off. It was just this general sense of, I'm not really sure what we do now. You see, I think I've grown really good at the idea of, you know, okay, here's what the future looks like for the next little bit. Let's batten down the hatches. Let's get grounded. Here's what we're going to do for the next set amount of time. And I felt like I lived very well in that space, but now that we're sort of out of it and not completely by any stretch, I am noticing that there's not as much of that clarity for me. And you know what? I shared this with you because I feel like there's no way I could be alone on this. You know, we start to resume our regular activities. I'm very lucky to have spent some time recently with some friends and felt that familiar feeling of just being at ease, hanging out with people that you love being with. Um, you know, having conversations about the future. And I really recognized, you know, how deep the pain of the past couple years actually has been. While I handled it well during, you know, like while it was on, I'm just noticing a deep sadness. So if you're feeling this feeling of, I've recently heard it described as collective grief, just know that that is a thing. But it's not a thing that we've that we know the answers to at this point. You know, like if you're feeling sad for 
loss in particular. Loss is a big one that comes up. Anyone I've chatted with on this. Some of us have lost actual people due to death. Um, Some of us have lost people just by a natural falling away. There's been incredible divisive thinking over the past couple years, and your loss might not come in the form of an actual death, but losing friends and losing family members can equal the same, if not greater level of grief. So that's a thing, (laughs) a thing that we couldn't possibly know how to prepare ourselves for, let alone know how to navigate through at this point. So the show took a pause. I have, I have had incredible, incredible podcast interviews with some people that are literally going to blow your mind. They're that good. And just haven't been able to bring myself to publishing them. I just didn't feel ready. In fact, what it felt more like I needed more than anything else was to just turn down the volume. I don't know how else to describe it, but just allow a little bit of room around the things that I always felt so compelled to do in the past. I felt like it was time to, like I said, turn the volume down, let a little time go by knowing full well that I would come back to the podcast. It's like a It's like your favorite comfortable chair this show is to me. It feels like comfort. It feels like a place I want to come to. It feels like a place where I will know people. I will have friends. It just was a place I needed a little bit of space from from, for a little bit. So here we are back. Was that a really long-winded intro or or what? (laughs) You don't have to answer that, but... I'm really glad we're here. I want to touch just briefly on the power of a pause because friends, this is an this is a, a practice that every human being on the face of planet Earth needs to do. And we don't often think about creating a pause for ourselves because we live in such a a driven society. Um that's not a bad thing. It's, it's, it's really actually quite a good thing to have ambition and to feel motivated to accomplish things. So while I'm going to encourage pause during our chat today, I really at the same time want to emphasize how I completely appreciate that level of ambition and that go-getter attitude. I think it has served a lot of people for a lot of time, but, and it's a big but, in order to continue on that path, if it's the path you love, there has to be some sort of offset. So for every aspect of light, there needs to be a balance, which would be darkness. For every active or hectic or, or you know, full day that you put in at work or at home, there has to be a balance to offset that, which would represent some form of rest, relaxation, or some form of restoration that can come in many forms. For some, it's a nap. For some, it's a golf game. For some, it is, you know, organizing the house and, and feeling a sense of spaciousness because You've just spent time in your home. So I get that it looks different for all of us. 
But as a society, I'm going to say this on behalf of all of us, whether we've recognized it in ourselves or not, but we're starving for stillness and silence in our culture. There's really noise and chaos everywhere. And the truth of the matter is the world is not going to slow down. The world is not going to get less noisy simply because you want it to or you need it to. You actually have to be the one who is willing to take the time to pause in order to grow. What is that saying my husband always says? In order to go faster, you have to slow down or order to go further, something along those lines. But it is the messaging behind it, the meaning behind it is that it is critical to have these moments of pause. When you do it once for yourself or twice, that's when you really begin to appreciate this. You you, you get this knowingness that the pause is exactly what it's needed to propel you forward. And every time you take a break, it's going to settle you into looking at your priorities and letting things fall away that need to fall away. But if you're go, 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 go all the time, you're never going to have an opportunity to witness that and understand what you can let go of. Does that make sense? When I talk about the world being chaotic and noisy, I want you to think about this for a second. Take any given day in your life and think about how you are constantly surrounded by noise. You might even be the kind of person that falls asleep with noise. Like you somehow think that you need the noise to fall asleep. Maybe you're a person that uh, likes to have a TV or a radio going. Maybe you like to have the hum of a fan going in the background or a diffuser sort of gurgling close by. There's a lot of sounds that we fill our days with. And again, not a bad thing. It's just what we've become accustomed to is filling the space with with sound, with noise. Now take a little bit more significant example, that being your workday. You've got a phone ringing, the literal phone, like a, a landline. Remember those? You might have a landline ringing. You might have your cell phone giving you notifications throughout the day, anything from text messages to phone calls to you know, your kids sending you snaps on Snapchat or just a variety of notifications. And your brain recognizes what each of those notifications mean. And if you think about it for a minute, even if they're sort of set up so that they're background noise, so that they don't quote unquote compete with what you're trying to focus on, they do distract you and they do take your mind off of the work that needs to be accomplished in front of you. Because every time a notification goes off, you decipher, was it a text? Should I just look to see who it was from? I'm just going to look to see who it was from. Or you, you can sense that the person who just called you left a voicemail on your phone. And while you try hard to continue focusing on the task at hand at your workplace, you know that there's a voicemail on your personal cell phone waiting to be heard. Maybe it's the school. Maybe it's so-and-so calling. Maybe I better just pick up my cell phone and take a look. 
It's all distraction. So the job that would have normally taken you 10 to 15 minutes to accomplish is now at least three to four times as lengthy to complete than it would have been had you been able just to focus on the task at hand. There's typically in any given space, think about where there's not some sort of sound playing. So music coming to mind. Again, not a bad thing. I'm just suggesting that all of the better part of our day is filled with sound and chaos and and noise. You hop on an elevator and yes, while it's drowsy sounding, it's not silent. So even that pause, you know, heading to whatever floor you're trying to reach is filled with noise. You enter the bank and it's filled with noise. There's chatter going on amongst people. There's music playing. There's the sound, you know, the bing bong of the door opening and closing. There are a lot of signals and notifications happening in and around us all day long. And we've become really adept, you know, at integrating them. I guess is the best word into our regular day. We don't feel like they're competing for our time because we've adapted to these sounds. But if you really break it down, these are all creating just a momentary, a momentary blip where your mind goes to that sound. Therefore, we can classify it as noise or distraction people talking to you, the radio on in your car, um, outside sounds, your environment, perhaps you're working near construction. All this to say, we really desire silence and stillness in our day. And the power of a pause is really well-researched. You would be hard-pressed to find research that would suggest that taking a pause was not a positive thing. I'm quite certain in the past on a previous episode that I've mentioned how even our breath takes a pause. So in our meditation program, I talk a lot about this because many of us are unaware of this until someone points it out. Even our breath, if you take a nice deep inhale, you inhale as as much as far as you can go. And at the top of that inhale, the breath takes a natural pause. It's, it's very momentary. And then we begin the exhale. When we get to the bottom of the exhale, our breath pauses again. This is really significant. This is like a, a constant, lifelong, consistent reminder about the power of the pause. And it's built into our humanity. It's built into the very process that is life-giving for us, and that is our respiration, our breath, our pranayama. Pay attention to that as you're breathing, maybe even as you're listening right now, just take note. The pause is extremely powerful. There's a best-selling author And he's also the CEO of something called the Energy Project. He writes, and I quote, that human beings perform best and are most productive when they alternate between periods of intense focus and intermittent renewal. I'm going to say that again. Human beings perform best 
and are most productive when they alternate between periods of intense focus and intermittent renewal. I wanted to share this with you because this illustrates perfectly what we're talking about, how the polarity or the duality of pretty much anything in life is showing up, especially in this instance where we go, 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 go. And then there is an exact opposite need or demand for us to create a period of restoration. So I want you to think about what things do you do in the day that actually allow for you to feel a sense of rest, relief, or restoration? It means something different to everyone. Think about that. And is there an opportunity where you could introduce a little bit more of it? Or maybe you've neglected it completely recently. Maybe as life is beginning to resume itself as somewhat normal, you've noticed that you have been on autopilot. You've been go, 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 go. And the opportunity to create the offset has you feeling like you need to be moving at warp speed all of the time. The unfortunate piece of moving this quickly all the time is this. You cannot keep it up. There will come a point, and and it's different for everyone, there will come a point where you are forced to slow yourself down. You'll remember in a previous episode, I've been using this example an awful lot. Steph Robertson, Steph Johnston, sorry, Stephanie Robertson Johnston. She just launched a podcast herself. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen me talking about it. It's called Stepping to the Edge. What I love about Steph is that she shared this. Um, I don't know what it is, if it's a philosophy or if it's a parable or where she even got this from, but she shares this concept of the feather, the brick and the truck. And she relates it to her own life in the sense that she relates it to everyone really is you're constantly receiving messages based on the activities that you do and the life that you're living. And sometimes if it's not in your best interest, you'll receive a message one will feel somewhat like a feather. It's just a gentle reminder that maybe you're doing a little too much and need to create a bit of space or a pause around what it is that you're up to. If you ignore that gentle nudge, which let's be honest, most of us, we actually do. We ignore the feather and we keep pushing forward. There's this real mentality in today's culture that there's something to be... um, I don't know, like that you feel you should feel like you deserve to be rewarded when you're going in this big hustle, hustle pace all the time. And maybe that's you right now. There is no one coming to reward that, you guys. There's no one coming to do that. So slow yourself down, feel that feather, feel the little nudge. Because if you don't, the next message that comes your way will feel something like a brick. And if you choose to ignore the brick as well, what's going to happen to you is that the next message will be so loud and clear that you just simply won't be able to ignore it. That's your truck moment. That is your, I've been hit by something I cannot look away from. I don't want that for you. 
I didn't want that for myself. So I took the pause. Maybe now is your time for the pause. Seasonally, I think this is a really interesting time of year because spring and summer often represent this big shift in our lifestyle. So if you have lived anywhere near Canada, if you have lived actually anywhere where there's a a, a winter, you have known this has been an especially long winter. And I do believe that we say that every year, but it just seems more and more true every year. But as we hit spring and summer, we begin to notice this different feeling, this like the energy is just different. I don't have to describe it to you because I really think everybody gets it. You understand it. But our lifestyle shifts significantly during this time. And I'll tell you, while this is a more playful season for sure, and I say that meaning that most of the things that you fill your time with are enjoyable, you really still need to be aware of whether or not you're creating space for restorative activities, things that allow for rest and relaxation. There's this go, go, go mentality because spring and summer, especially summer, are so short, especially in this area, that we need to pack it all in. I'm guilty of this myself. I have been looking at my summer calendar and trying to piece everything together, almost as though it were a puzzle. So that's the funny thing about overwhelming ourselves is sometimes we don't even see it coming. We think we're doing all of the right things for ourselves filling our calendars with things that we love to do. And that's all, that is, that is great. But the interesting thing about ourselves and our wellness is that when we overwhelm, when we overload and don't leave enough space, you know, like just open free space, our systems don't recognize good and bad stress. You can go into the fight or flight response even in situations where you're excited about something, you know, you book something into your calendar and it, you, it feels wonderful to do, but overwhelm and stress and that fight or flight response can create an adverse effect on your system. So please just be mindful of allowing yourself. That's, that's the takeaway today. Can you leave some white space in your calendar? in your day. Can you do that for yourself? Even just five or 10 minutes of unplanned time, space. In my meditation group, the Wildflowers Collective, we talk about this a lot. We talk about how everyone is looking for more time seemingly, but I think what we're really craving is space. You can really think about that because time and space are often mixed up. We we think about grief, for example, kind of started the show by identifying this collective grief that we might all be experiencing. And grief, many times when someone's experiencing grief, some of the commentary that you hear around that experience is time heals all things. Time heals all things. But if that were true, everyone would be healed from whatever is troubling them because time is always passing. 
So really the message there is just wait it out and you're going to be, you'll be just fine. And for some that's sure there's an element of truth to that, but I want to invite you to think of that just a little differently instead of time. What if we gave ourselves space, just open space. And if we choose to fill that space with something, we have room around the decision itself to decide whether or not something that we really want to indulge in or not. You start to get good at it after a while. You start to get good at giving yourself a little bit of space. The result and the benefit to you in doing that, if that feels like something already you're shutting down and thinking, no, that sounds great, Beck, but that's not for everyone. Can't do that. I can't do that. I'm going to challenge you to think differently on that because the moment you do, you become more productive, you become a happier person, and you become a much healthier person, someone who is driven to make better decisions for themselves and for their families. And yeah, you just, you get better and better at it. It's like a practice. So space is the thing we're looking for. Space and pause are two words that can be used interchangeably. The takeaway today, friends, is to make time for the pause. Or better yet, create some awareness about how you feel within a pause, within that space. And as soon as you understand that feeling, you will naturally look to create more of it. I've missed doing the show, but I knew that the pause that I had offered to myself was worthy. I knew that when I came back, I would have this elated feeling similar to the way I did when I first started the show, when I first started the season. You know, we can't control the things that are going on outside of ourselves. Those things are always going to come at us, but we can choose to decide how we're going to adapt to them or react to them. And my choice was to give myself a little bit of space. I did that in a variety of ways, which included the show. So in conclusion, I just, I want to welcome you back. I want to let you know right off the cuff that there are some phenomenal, and I mean this, phenomenal shows coming up with some really like unbelievable people. I've laughed, I've cried, I've felt all the feels in recording these shows. And as they become available to you, I hope that you will fall in love with what you hear and with what you learn. I have a big ask of you. Let's get this show really out there, really impacting people. And to do that, I'm going to need your help. If you would kindly subscribe to the show, many of you have, and I'm grateful to you. Thank you for that. For those of you who are maybe listening for the first time, could I invite you to a... I'm getting all tongue-tied. Could I invite you to subscribe? And for everyone listening right now, if you would be so generous, and I mean it, this is a generous move in the world of podcasting. You really, unless you have a show 
you won't realize the impact of your comments. So if you can leave a comment, so if you're listening on iTunes, that's the best way to do that. Um, a comment and share it with a friend. Listen to the episodes. Probably someone in your life will come to mind. Just share that episode. Subscribing and commenting though, oh, it is podcast gold. So I invite you to consider being generous and getting the message out to your friends. I want to say thanks ahead of time for that because you can only impact people when you can reach them. And requesting your support is the best way for me to be able to do that. So happy to be back in front of this microphone. Like I said, this chair, this is this is a homey feeling. This is a place I love to be. So thanks. Thanks a million. I can't wait until the next episode. You'll see shows drop in on most Mondays. How's that for a schedule? Most Mondays. I like it. And that feels good. That gives me space. And that gives you an example of how you can also create space in your life too. Thanks a million, everyone. Until we meet again, health and happiness to you.